Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good. good man. What All about right. you guys? Wait. What? <laughs> Was that another voice? Yes. That or your face is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> she was unsure. Like, what? Was it? I didn't know I wasn't supposed to talk. No, no, no. You guys already had you me in here. You weren't supposed to, but... I was already talking. Yes. Like, you got to tell me if you're going to do a formal introduction or not. You may have noticed. Well, if you if you've listened to the show, then you know that we have not yet figured out how to start a show. No. <laughs> I like these cold openings. Yes. I do. They're... I think we called them sloppy openings one time. <laughs> I think I like that better. Yeah, that sounds wrong. Sloppy opening. <laughs> but anyway, yes, we're here. I'm John. I'm Ron. <laughs> Why are you always unsure? Today you're Ron. Yeah. In the future, you are Ron. Old. Old. <laughs> Old. I'm Steve. I'm back. <laughs> Her name is back. Yes. I'm Lauren. <laughs> Hello. It's our friend Lauren. <laughs> 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 and uh, I think the last episode she was on was uh, oh. it was it was it a Valentine's episode? Did we do? Oh, cinematic crushes. Yes. Can mm. I do a retraction? I don't. I don't like Joseph Gordon Levitt anymore. Really? Oh, you don't? Yeah. Yeah. I'm over him. I've always retraction. I've, he was always a little much for me, and so I'm kind of glad to hear you say that because I kind of feel like I feel like people were really hot on that guy for a year or two, and it kind of cooled off. Yeah, he's he simmered down a little yeah. bit. I don't, that's not because he's not talented or not good or anything, but I just think that people people got hip to the fact that there was just something missing. No, it's because what's the name <laughs> took a spot. Uh, Who's what's his name? What's his face? La La Land. Reynolds. Uh, uh, Gosling? Gosling. Gosling. Gosling came in like a fucking tornado and kind of blew every every attractive were, were they white ever, dude like, out of. Were they competing now? Or? But I think that there was space. But then mm. when he started like showing off his chest, he mm. kind of got everybody the Gosling. fuck out. Gosling. Gossip. Oh yeah, obviously. Once he started like showing his chest, crazy stupid love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> took, him, took him next level. Yeah, people were like super, super who? fit, super well dressed. Yeah, say who? Joseph who? Yeah, who the fuck? JGL. <laughs> were they up for the same roles or something? Though? I don't know. I don't He's got like, insider yeah. information. Yeah. Apparently, I feel like they were, man. I do think that the La La Land element, like, it, like that's a great example of a movie of uh, like if if JGL was in La La Land, it would have mm. been a much more straight musical sort of thing yeah and it might have had a little bit more of that real singing real dancing that that some people missed from that film yeah but yeah. i would argue as a ryan gosling fan who doesn't really dig jjl that much that i just think gosling is the i just think he's a superior animal. that last scene though we would have cried harder i don't think we would have oh man with, with joseph he does sadness like no other hmm. he does man he he does this thing with his face just makes this oh, my life. <laughs> it's really sad. My, is that my life just well, makes me really sad. So yeah, now we've we've litigated that. Okay. <laughs> it's been decided. <laughs> JGL's no Ryan Gosling. Yes. Yeah, Ryan Gosling got him the fuck out of here. Hmm. But that's not the subject of this episode. No. This Maybe is, it should be. Maybe it should be. <laughs> JGL Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> Why have we not done that as a whole series? I have no we idea. just pit actors against one another. We, really we pick films, we assign points, somebody wins, somebody dies. Mm -hmm. People that are kind of in the same lane, too. Like, what if can I say something real quick? I haven't mean to tell you this. This is a side. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like I just sound like him yeah. a little bit because I've been watching a lot of Jason Manzukis. Mm -hmm. I see you. Oh my god. All the time. Yeah. When I see Jason Manzoukas. You got the Jason Zooks. I'll take that as a cool, compliment. Cool. Okay, back like to the conversation. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> so good. funny. Celebrity Deathmatch. We should we should yeah. mind that a little bit. What if the the people who die we never mention them again? <laughs> that is amazing. 
How do we get Johnny Depp in the first round? <laughs> we just leave. It'd be funny if we rate the movie and just exclude them. Like, don't even mention them. Yeah. We okay. treat them like Voldemort at that point. We just, have to be like, well. He who has no name. Yeah. Whose name cannot be spoken. Yeah. yeah. But we yeah. all know who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a genre of movie that just was invented six years ago. <laughs> Will you guys let me know about it? Right. <laughs> just, just, just. Yes, one of the last episodes that Lauren was... How many have you been on? Because I know you were on... Is this your fourth or your third appearance? No, fourth Fourth. or fifth. Fourth or fifth. Yeah. Okay. At least. Yeah. But I believe the first one you were on was episode 17, or 017, Mm -hmm. as the numbering system would allow. And that was... Mm -hmm. At that time, you guys were talking about your favorite horror films of all time. And that predated me being on the show, but I remember I listened to that episode. And I remember wanting to jump into that one more than any other and have a conversation about horror with, sure. with you guys. So it's, this is great. I've been waiting for years to arrange this. Got to see the table, John. <laughs> but um, the, uh, the, the thing about it that's also interesting is that tonight we're, we're going to kind of pick up where that one left off. We're going right. to talk about the horror movies that have been made since that episode was recorded. So it's the horror movies basically of the schmovie era of the uh, last, last six years. Are we picking three? Each? Yes, we're each okay. picking three. Okay, all right. And, and, and no particular order, right? Well, depending on how you want to play oh, it. fuck. You can oh, scheme it out however you want to. Oh, I don't think I have mine in an order. We should have said, no, you're picking four. Yeah. <laughs> and thrown him into a whirlwind of like, oh, God. Well, oh, God. What I love is today was a great, four. Today was a great Ronald uh, sort of episode Classic for us. Ronald, yeah. because, um, because of the text, as you know, laid in the conversation about when we were meeting tonight yeah. and everything we're doing. Ronald's like, so, so 201 is horror, right? <laughs> what are we doing for horror? What's 202? <laughs> don't, don't make fun of me, man. I just... We're having fun with you. here's what happens. We start talking to each other. 30 exchanges. Yeah. Push everything up. And I can't fucking read. Somebody starts with a question. I can relate to that, Ronald, on so much. So many levels with the pushing it up. And then, can you just tell me again, please? We have a group text. Don't make me scroll up. It's the craziest thing. You have a group text with like two people. You get to talking about one thing. It pushes everything up. And then Mm -hmm. you. There's There's a thing on the right side, though. It's like a scroll. You, you might even have a mouse that well, has a scroll bar. My in equilibrium is all messed up. Don't let him talk to you like that. <laughs> do, you, do you remember I helped this... You probably don't remember this. I helped the lady at the Apple store who... She she got dizzy. She would like... Ah, every time she moved the mouse. That's how I get. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> even like the touch screen on your phone? Do you say you get dizzy just like as you scroll anything on your phone? Yeah, I think the text is going to slam through the mm. top of the... Wow. Yeah, like a cartoon. No, I've definitely been there where it's just like it's easier to ask yeah. than it is yeah. to scroll back through it. Yeah. But especially with our conversations, because someone will start with a question. Yeah. And then if you're not there, exactly. like if you're not part of it in the yeah. moment, and you come in and you're like, oh, wow, this turned into a whole, they're analyzing movie past. You know, I've got to. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just come into it. i got to figure out like, where I fit in. Yeah. And sometimes you just, you just watch. It's yeah. just a wash. Like, I'm not in that comment. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know what I think we all do at that moment? We throw in the thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. We, we find some comment to give a thumbs up to just to be like, noted. I've read yeah. it. You I know. used to think it was dismissive, but or I totes. get it. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much text to read. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Get yeah, it. got it, got it. So, yes, this episode is the horror movies that were released basically since Halloween of mm. 2011, right. um, which I found to be an interesting field because when I listed all the horror movies I'd seen in that span, I realized mm. there's a lot of them that are kind of good or pretty good. I'm a little mm. neutral on them. And so it's really hard to rank a list where you like or love moments or bits from a movie, but you don't... You, it's not. There weren't. There were a few obvious 
uh, movies that I thought, well, these have to be talked about uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. But I was very curious about the rest of them. I don't know if the rest of you – did you find it hard, Lauren, to to pick – like are there movies that you've loved from the last few years that you love as much as you love The, the Shining, those classic don't movies? The Shining, well, though. I know that's your favorite. That's but I'm just my saying – Because that was a big thought I had today was are any – after because I went back and listened to episode 017 and mm-hmm. I encourage our current listeners to go back and listen to that. Um it's a great episode. I have a really long list of honorable mentions. No, there's nothing on here that I can say like it's as good as The Shining for yeah. sure. I mean, to me, well, don't but, don't put it to the I shine. Mean, yeah. I just mean, just are there any like, that stand up as like iconic great yeah. horror films? There are some movies on here that fuck me up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because I I'll stay scared. Okay. I like that feeling. Not maybe at bedtime, but I I'll stay like after I see it. that Still was my scared. that was my criteria for my list like. If there was even any part of it that I was like, that scared the shit out of me after the fact, I thought about it later and I was right. like, I mean, you know, that's how I picked though. Mm-hmm. So, that was your criteria. That was my criteria. It had, it had to be something that scared me beyond just being in the theater. Right. So. I, I kind of did the same thing. I, I was telling Steve, I, I went through and put asterisks next to all the ones that I thought maybe would be on the list. And then there were too many. And I was like, I'll put a double asterisk on the ones that had a moment or a scene that, right. like you said, that if I close my eyes, I might just think about it. Or it might make me feel funny about walking around a corner into yeah. a dark room or something. And there were some of those. But a lot of times those movies have stretches I don't really like or parts I don't like or structures that I don't think were as successful as that one moment. And so it is weird with horror movies. You kind of rank those moments. And, like, how did I feel more so than how did I like the movie, if that right, makes any right, sense. Right. If I – so if, also for my criteria, I did make sure, like, I actually like the movie. Yeah. So, like, there's some movies on my list that are, like, I like the movie, but the part that scared me was really the part that I liked. Mm-hmm. But the ones that made it to my top are ones that I liked it and it scared me. Yeah. What about you, Ronald? I know you're kind of a recent convert to horror. Yeah. But I have um, to say, for a recent convert, in that 017, you had some pretty strong opinions about some of those movies. So it's not like you didn't like horror before yeah, you know Steve what? and I uh, kind of beat you into submission. You, you guys just connected the dots, mm-hmm. I think, at all. I'd always seen some, but, you know, you two kind of made me really push push to see them when mm-hmm. they come out. This this was hard for me because I, I've, I've taken in more horror films in the past five years or six years than I have ever the, the yeah. previous years mm-hmm. my entire life. I probably watched more in like 2012, 2013 than I had watched, period. Right, right. Which is nuts. And uh, two of my movies are in the same year, which yeah. kind of is a That's cool. Too. Yeah. Me too. Which year? 2013, I believe. Oh, interesting. Interesting. That's not the year I would have thought. <clears throat> the, uh, the one of the things that I kind of was thinking about making the list was like yep. we, we've talked a few times on the podcast about what a horror movie is now, like movies that are marketed as horror films mm-hmm. and like kind of sold as horror films and probably have some elements that kind of belong to the genre. But I tried to, I personally tried to pick ones that aren't a part of that conversation, aren't ones that are on the fringes of, like, would you say that's a horror movie? Mm. Or would you say that's a th- a thriller? Or, oh, you know, okay. or whatever. I tried to kind of stay more in that lane of, like, this will always be in the horror section if a blockbuster existed. Yeah. You know, like, that's kind of where I was, when I made my list, some of them fell, movies that I loved that I could, I could argue mm-hmm. that it is a horror film. Movies that have made my best of lists in the years since we did that episode. Yeah. But also movies that I would not just flat out say, like, 
you want a good horror movie, yeah. that's that one. You mm-hmm. know, there's okay. some that stand a little more true to me. So I tried to do that. There may be one on my list that I would maybe fight for, but huh. well, um, that's kind of where I approach it. I was it thinking about that same question, Steve, and I actually tried to remove that boundary because I've kind of become annoyed. Like this year, we've had some big movies that are horror films, but also there's a debate about, well, it's not really a horror film. It's it's this or that. And people like to act like if a horror film is trying to do something yes. s- mm-hmm. more sophisticated, it's not really a horror film. Or if it's got some sure. message behind it, it's not really a horror film. And I just kind of feel like I wanted to remove that idea. And so anything that kind of was scary and was like, well, I wouldn't call this a thriller, so I'd call it a horror. You know, And I think that's kind of where the line is. There's a lot of movies that are thrillers that are pretty creepy and scary, but you wouldn't call them a horror movie for some reason. And then there's like whatever it is that makes that movie a horror movie. There's certain about the, the body count or just the tone of there's no hero in the end that, that saves the day. But it made me think I'm just going to take all those boundaries away and look at the movies that I thought were the best movies. And if sure. there are some movies that someone might argue that's not strict horror, I, I would kind of say – I think I I have an idea in my head of how it fits it fits in the genre because like I know in, in uh, the in episode seventeen Steve you you said that you didn't want Alien to be part of the conversation right. because you think it's more of a sci fi movie. It's really a good thing that we're talking about recent horror yeah. movies because I would argue for a half hour about <laughs> about right, that. Right. I think Alien is like a haunted house in space, so it's it such is. a it horror is. movie. It is. So to me. That's the kind of conversation that I'm trying not to have in my head of like debating the the bona fides of the movie. You know, I want it to just be more about how did it make me feel? Did it kind of creep me out? Um, and uh, I, I'm not too. I much would just go back to my horror. blockbuster comment. I feel like Alien is in the sci-fi section at Blockbuster. Oh, uh, I don't know. I want to defend you. Where's the thing then? Because in the other oh, episode, it's in sci-fi. Oh, but you mentioned it as a horror movie. In but I also acknowledge that it can be sci-fi. <laughs> right. Right. I did. Also, Jaws was one of the big movies that came up, and you even said yeah. people might say that's not a horror. But I think we all know we have our own definition of it. And what do you think? Like, are you in horror more for the kind of fun, the thrills, or do you, are you in it for that for that feeling that you almost might say you don't like? Are you in it? Is it fun or fear that really draws you to mm, a horror movie? Both. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of both. Absolutely both. I think yeah. without. Well, I think one without the other, it's kind of like. Well, I think the I think the two together really kind of make. Uh, in what I would call a great horror movie effective because if you can balance something where you kind of let your guard down a little bit to in, to laugh mm-hmm. and then it gets very scary or very uncomfortable or or, or vice versa yeah. I think that is like a, a really good horror film like I always uh, it's not on this list but Scream is like one of my favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. like that's a movie that was so meta and so like deconstructing the slasher genre when it came out that it was so self-aware of, of, of us laughing at it laughing at the genre mm-hmm. That when things did happen and there was a twist or like a kill or whatever, like that was so effective because of the way it balanced yeah. that kind of commentary and humor mm-hmm. about the genre, but still being unsettling. You it know kind of I mean? broke the genre. In absolutely, a way. yeah, absolutely. But that that kind of thing is a good example. Like you know, that's why I say like if I can have both. That's a great movie for right. me, like, personally. All right. There's a question I think we can come to at the end of this episode about just whether these movies have those iconic characters or monsters or killers of the horror movies of the past. But I guess maybe we can save that as kind of a wrap-up question because I don't okay. know. I, I, I don't think that there has been, like, a classic movie monster mm. in, except for maybe one <laughs> – <laughs> one very recent film, you could make a case that it's a new classic movie monster. But outside of that, I don't think there has been one like The Alien or like Michael Myers or yeah, even Jason Voorhees, yeah. as, as shitty as those movies are in a way. There's yeah. still something about that character that sticks with you. So yeah. I don't know if it's I'd, been as I'd iconic. I'd argue that point, but there's... Well, that's what I mean. Let's, let's a, talk about the movies first and then... You guys don't... <laughs> you about Jigsaw? 
Yes, you know, you know I love that guy. One day I will. All be, the movies I can go see the new movie. Uh, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. One day I will be required to watch the entire Saw series for an episode of this show, it gets and I will bad do it after the third. But I haven't know. watched a single one, so I'm. Oh, I'm uh, okay. I feel like somebody good made that movie, the new one. Jake, yeah, uh, uh, the new one that's coming out, like uh, somebody legitimate. Which is the only reason I'm interested in seeing it. Right, right. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got you. Oh, the Spirit Brothers. Okay. They made Zigsaw. That's exciting. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll see it. I don't know. Yeah, see it. All right, who's going to go first? Will the guests yeah. get us started? Mm-hmm. Get it, Lauren. All right. Kick it off! <laughs> While I well, take a bite of my Ronald donut. has two in the same year as me, I'm starting with one of them. <laughs> Bye, Ronald. <laughs> oh, shit. And I, hopefully this is one of Steve's, too. I think it could be. I don't know. I rewatched it last night, and I thought I was going to die. Dark Skies from 2013. Ooh. Yes. And I am, let me tell you, people, I am not afraid of aliens. Not afraid at all. And that movie fucked me up. I'm talking, like, could not sleep last night. Mm-hmm. Because, and there's, like, specific scenes yep. that just... Oh my god! I'm like, getting, I'm like getting goosebumps right now. The bedroom scene yeah. when they, the first bedroom scene when Carrie Russell walks in, she's like, she thinks she hears her son in the hallway, and she's like, gets this little smirk, like I'm going to tell you to get off that walkie-talkie, and then she goes in and sees the first alien standing there, like literally, my heart stops, <laughs> and I expect it. I know it's coming now that mm-hmm. I've seen it like five times, and that is still one. I had to pick this one because it was totally random, like. Not afraid of aliens, and for that to fuck with me this bad to the point mm-hmm. where I'm like, Steve, can you come walk me in from my car? <laughs> I <laughs> I have to pick this one. It's not one of your picks. It's not one of my three, but it is Ooh. on my. It's I, on my also. I really list. thought that you could possibly pick that one because <clears throat> no. you we saw that together we and did. you like really liked it. I love it. that movie. It is great. Well, yeah. I now have to see it because You've never. No, I've never seen it. Wow. John. It's very good. No, I, I, I thought it looked And I think creepy. it came out in January. Didn't it come out in January? Weren't we kind of like... Surprised it came, it, it We were good. like, wow. Yeah. We, the four of us left the theater. Like, I cannot believe how good that was for a winter release horror yeah. movie. Huh. It kind of has like that... I don't, I don't want to say it has that like Amblin vibe. You know, mm-hmm. like the poltergeist vibe of like the little, family... I would say a little bit. Yeah, like the family unit. I don't want to get too loose with that term. But like that family unit, like... That outside factor threatening a family. Mm-hmm. And the alien thing, it just works so well in the film. And, and the way they reveal the aliens, like one of the scenes she's talking about, is 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 subtle but super, super unsettling. Mm-hmm. And the fact that kids are involved and like kind of how the movie wraps up the kids' involvement with the alien stuff is really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's you guys should and check they, it and out they don't sure. show it's not like one of those movies where they show too much too soon like you don't see like too much what they look like or right, right. you know mm-hmm. it's just really creepy and and it's not there's not a lot of like stupid scares in it like usually if something's happening it is happening happening yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. not a lot of like yeah <clears throat> I like that and just like the adults losing control it's really good oh my god you should see it oh I definitely will well I mean it's a Get out. Yep. <clears throat> Come on. I mean, it it plays on a lot of my fears. I, I've noticed that horror films that really get to me are ones that I, I could picture myself being in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like... And yet uh, you came to a basement full of white people. Right. <laughs> right. That's that's love and trust. <laughs> uh, that's it. And, and there's something about putting people in, in real-life situations and things getting kind of chaotic... You know, it has some like mystical elements to it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the sunken place and stuff like that. But it was the first time. I like things that make me think about them weeks later. And I'm like, man, don't touch that tea. Mm-hmm. Don't move that spoon. <laughs> I don't want to, when I get pulled over, I'm like, oh, no. Like, I, I just think about, I thought about a lot of that stuff during that time. <clears throat> and it has a lot of cool social commentary. And and combining those things was really cool. So Get Out is like one of my favorite horror films. If you want to consider it, a, oh god, it's definitely it. a horror film. Is no, it? I, is it scary? I don't know if it's as yeah, scary as so it is kind of interesting yeah. and atmospheric. I, I think I would say that. Well, I mean, but it's petrifying not because of the, the like the what she's talking right, about right, coming right. around the corner and there's a monster. Right. There's it's more about like the implications yeah. and if you're relating with that character. Then there's this whole, like the, the dawning realization of what's going on. And I actually think the sunken place is a very scary idea. Yeah, yeah. And the way it's visually realized is very scary. So yeah. as far as like an iconic element, I was, I was just asking, are these modern movies, do they have the same kind of elements? I think the sunken place itself is a very iconic element because it's passed into meme like that is now a meme, yeah, meme is to say that someone's in the sunken place yes. or to, sh- to post up a picture of, of that, of him looking like that when it seems that someone has lost their mind or it seems that they've, they've, you know, they're doing something illogical. It reminds so. me of another place that is in one of, one of Steve's movies that he likes. I don't know if he's going to list it. Uh, the sunken place reminds me of another place hmm. in a, sh- in a shitty trilogy. Is it a shitty trilogy? I don't want to see a shitty trilogy. Mm-mm. Quadrilogy? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not the song. No. It's not called the Sunken Place. No, it's it, not on my list. It's another place. No, the first one might have, been, <laughs> but that that doesn't fit the time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't fit the time. No. Okay. I know what you're referring to, though. No. Good. But I do see the. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a. Yeah, yeah. I think I might know the one you're talking about. Mm, it was mm. a movie you guys. Was it the first? Yeah. Okay. It was like one of the. <laughs> Insidious. It's not in the. Let's not say it, John. But it's. It. But it's. <laughs> we had it going so long. But why? <laughs> because why not? Insidious. <clears throat> Insidious. Insidious. Yeah. No. I Get Out was one of the ones that I thought has to be talked about because it was a major oh, movie yeah, that came out this year. Yeah. It made a real impression. Jordan Peele is now on the map because of that movie. Um, I'm interested to see what is next. Social. Horror, I, he's social got. I keep hearing him mentioned in association. He's got like. He's at that point where his name gets attached to a lot of cool sounding stuff, yeah. and a lot of it is in that horror spot. Um, but yes, I was referring to that earlier. It's. It's. This is not a horror movie. This is more of a social thriller. It's a horror movie. Just because it's got a brain doesn't mean it's not a horror movie. I wish people would right. not be afraid of being stigmatized by it. And and another thing is like you're not smarter than horror. You're not smarter than any genre. Yeah. And people need to stop fucking saying that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Look how like, much you've grown up in like five years. <laughs> I know, man. Look at you defending. Like a little baby learning to Look walk. Oh my God. <laughs> you're my first real child. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that fools most people <laughs> is, that, is that like most genres, most horror films are garbage. Like you watch, there's, you know, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hatchet what? Man Part 5 or something. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Let me have my I mean, day. There's a reason why people associate the the cash-in oh, sequel, yeah. the, the diminishing oh, yeah. returns with yeah. the horror genre, it's earned that reputation. But really interesting filmmakers use, like, the fear, that combination of fear and fun that we were talking about. A really good filmmakers use that well. Definitely. So uh, The first one I'll throw out there is from 2014. It's called <clears throat> It Follows. Ah. Um, you can You can jump on if you're on it. <laughs> that way you can pick a different one. It's honestly like one of the first ones in a while when I remember seeing this in the theater and it was like Aaron and I saw this in a theater where there's maybe like 10 people in it. Mm-hmm. And 
when you start to learn about the like the story of the film and like what the actual um, like the logic of it is or the rules of the of the of the film are, it was one of the first times in a while that like I started looking around the theater a little bit at like at people. And like when we left the theater, like when we were walking to the car, like there was people that were walking towards us, and mm-hmm. I'm and you know like in that film you just see that like that that image of people just dead eyed walking straight at you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that happens all the time. But like you know in it, it and, and I remember leaving the theater and just walking to our car and like being aware of that, like you're saying, like you watch Dark Skies and you're scared like in the dark, or whatever, like that kind of thing, but very specific. Like it really did. Like, I don't feel like I get freaked out really easily, like, when I leave a theater. Yeah. I usually <clears throat> mess with people like Lauren and Aaron. I have a story about it follows with you messing with me. <laughs> right. So, like, I do that. But, like, it was one of That'll the ones next. where, like, I, I really did feel like I was aware of people mm-hmm. when I left the theater because it, it did freak me out. Yeah. I thought the film was so well written, so it well acted. Was. The score was amazing. It felt like a nostalgic, like, throwback to... Not a slasher film, but sort of a new wave type of slasher film of an unseen thing, Mm -hmm. which was so cool. And like the fact that you couldn't really peg what was coming for you except for the body that was coming for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Not it being like the actual force. It it was really cool. Um, I love how dumb yet how smart some of the kids are in the film. Like you know, the a, movie got a lot of criticism for that, but I, I feel like that I, was the characters, not the movie. Exactly. The, 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 I, and the, I their plan that. was kind of stupid, and they were re- overreacting in some ways and not thinking very clearly. It's like, yeah, they're they're teenagers, yeah. and they're fucking yeah, because out. every, every yeah, because every teenager is completely logical right. and makes the best decisions in their yeah, life, right. yeah. you know, especially in heightened situations like that, right? In but, fact, I would say if you want to take on a demonic force that yeah. that can kill people yeah. and destroy their lives what you want to do is find a group of scared teens and let them sort it out yes. and let that be the, yes. that be the yes. yeah. i'm sure Word that's what the movie was trying to say no i i think it follows the fact that it turns that idea someone walk a stranger you're in a place and there's just another person and they're just walking along i've always thought there was something creepy about that like i've always had that image in my head of what if you saw someone in a, in the distance and they were walking and it became apparent at some point that they were coming for you? What yeah. would you do? Right, right, right. You know, and then this movie takes that idea and basically makes it into the whole the yeah. whole thing that's scary, but it really worked. Because, especially because it works in the wide open spaces and it works in the closed in spaces too when you're like in the house and it's like, how did this person get in the house? Right. Like, what are they doing in my house? It, both versions of it are scary. And yeah. I think it comes down to the fact that there's nothing scarier than just a person standing there yeah. or walking up to you yeah. like when they shouldn't be a person coming up a little too close that's yeah. very relatable even though the movie is is yeah. supernatural yeah there's something really great like just the the mood and the tone of the film the opening sequence with the girl like running out of her house saying mm-hmm. bye to her dad that she loves her dad like goes to a beach and just sits there at night and the next shot you see her like leg bent a way mm-hmm. that a leg does not bend you know you don't know what happened right, right. and I love the way the movie just doles out the rules like mm-hmm. the girls you know she has sex with this guy, and he explains, this is the rule. Mm-hmm. Like, one, two, three, this is it, I'm out. And, like, yeah. you're just left. And you're kind of left with her the way she was. And I just love that. And mm-hmm. I just felt like the characterizations were great. I actually really enjoyed the way the movie ended. And, um, like you were saying about the spatial stuff, like, I love that there were scenes in high schools. There were scenes, like, when they, we need to go to a beach, like, to a boat or, like, to, you know, mm-hmm. a secluded area. And even there... Um, the element would, you know, find a way to find you. And, it's and just going to keep coming. Yes, yeah. that stuff is, like, really cool. And, um, yeah, I, I've watched it many times and seeing it in the theaters, and, and it's it creeps me out still. And 
the scene where like she walks into the neighbor's bedroom and like the like the mother's on top of him and it's like mm-hmm. really fucking weird looking. Yeah. And it's like neon lights. It's just really weird visualizations that really are disturbing and unsettling and and it just all stick sticks with me. And well, like, it seems that what the creature does when they catch you is really awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yet you never really see it. You kind of see the aftermath and you kind of see it happening to that Leading guy. Leading up to it. But yeah, you don't yeah. really see the yeah. It also just does a really good job of like just a, a like a like a teenager at home, mm-hmm. you know, like when she's just like laying in her pool or mm-hmm. just laying in it, you know, because like those moments of nothing happening versus like another moment where really nothing is happening until mm-hmm. you see the person walking towards you. Yeah. So you're always unaware of something that maybe is coming towards you, right? Like unless you're looking. Like even when yeah they drive out and yeah. they, they've got a head start, but it's still it's yeah. gonna catch them. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was really hard to tell when that movie took place too, which was kind of cool about it. I didn't. Right. I was like right. what. What is this phone she had? The heart. I feel like shape? sometimes like those time periods, like you, it's like ambiguous. Yeah. Like they don't want you to know. Like Could is this modern? Tell. Is this? Do they just dress funny? Are they yeah, hipsters? Yeah. Like <laughs> that <laughs> movie, they deliberately did it. I heard something about like they they deliberately made the technology look like old but not like something we had right. Right, right, and right. so that it would confuse your eye because the right. phones in particular I think that's that's yeah. the one where it's like it seemed a little bit like a modern phone but it also had the the feel of an old phone so sure which yeah. I think that was their element to kind of like throw it back to the 80s which a lot of people seem to agree yeah is the cool is the sweet spot movie. for horror and and you know yeah. this type of film yeah so I think a lot of people think of the 80s as like a generally kind of creepier time and with the score and everything else this movie was definitely going for a retro vibe yeah, right. you know it's got an awesome poster too mm-hmm. it does it's like everything just works for me. You yeah. said you had a story. Yeah. What, how oh. does Steve fuck with you? So he, I, I didn't see it with them in the theater, but he was like, I saw this great movie and we watched it at his house. And Steve always does this thing at his house where he'll like, sometimes, not every time, but like we'll be leaving and he'll like come around the back of his house and like come and like on the side of the car that I'm getting into and scare <laughs> me or something. So that day, him and Aaron decided to both get in on it. And we're like pulling away slowly and then they're just walking slowly up the street. They had like walked around from the back of the house. Well, poor Erin didn't realize she was walking so much quicker than Steve. So Steve is like creepily walking behind her and I'm just watching the rearview mirror like she is going to turn around and see him. And sure enough, she did. And she was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but she yeah, I really like that movie. She it was good. <laughs> he does that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. It's, it's getting yeah, tired. You know, they go out the front door. I say uh-huh. bye. And then uh-huh. I run out the back door. I run around the parking lot. <laughs> it's getting old. It's I, go getting around, old. <laughs> I go around the whole community just to go. And then they get in their car and I kind of come up next to the car <clears throat> door. And I kind of just come up, mm-hmm. like just stare at them until they see me. Um, well, I'll go ahead and say that you guys have kind of cleared the way for one of my undercard items. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Uh, this so movie. Did you have Get Out on yours? I, I, get Out, and it follows. What I have a nebulous list. They were. They would have been on the list for sure. Okay, so okay. now that they've been talked about, okay, okay, I can. Okay. I'm freed up cool, to mention cool. a movie that you know actually has about a 40 minute stretch that I don't think needed to be in the movie. <laughs> All right. But once you get past the first 40 minutes of Bone Tomahawk. Oh, man. It is such a solid genre entry in that it is a great, like, grizzled, old-fashioned Western with guys, you know, great actors. Um, You got Kurt Russell and Richard Jenkins both doing exactly what they do very well in this film. And then even Matthew Fox, who... I feel like his hit or miss, but I don't know if I've generally kind of liked him in a lot of things. He just is kind of he plays weird characters. I don't know what it what it is about his career, but I thought he was great in this. And Patrick Wilson is also in it. But Bone Tomahawk, like once it gets going, it's just this sense of dread that just yeah. mounts and mounts and mounts. And when it hits, it gets 
just worse and worse and worse. And there's one yeah. scene in particular that is one of the worst things I've ever seen happen to a person in a movie yeah, yeah. to the point where you, you, you feel bad for the actor that it happens to, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that, what we were talking about, Lauren, before about those moments, like when I think about what stands out to me about horror, sometimes horror movies are movies that you kind of have to sort of suffer through to some extent before you get to the payoff. And I think that Bone Tomahawk hits that spot of it's, it's a bit of a slow burn. And I really do think you could lose the whole first half hour or so, or you yeah. could condense it down to five minutes. Once the guys are on their mission, once they're out, you know, heading towards a place and coming to blows with these, these, uh, this, this, it's like a, I, they really hedged their bets. They didn't want to be offensive about uh, indigenous yeah. uh, people. So they made them a, a group of settlers that had gotten lost and, gone crazy but the guys and the villains and it almost seemed like cavemen or something so it almost yeah. seems like they would have predated any regular humans yeah. you know yeah. and that's kind of the way i think of it is like here's a humans that aren't human they're not they're not they're not white they're not they're not native american they're something else right, right. but i think they're supposed to be debauched uh white settlers that got lost out there i don't know if that part really clicks with me in terms of the logic of it but when you get into the pure animalistic violence that this movie has in it it's just so unsettling but it also has that element of of a story with a real arc and there are a couple of characters who, who you do care about so uh you know it's not just bleak and awful it also kind of is warm and has good characters that with the first half an hour is why i think it works the most and i and i agree with the length of it because mm -hmm. you're watching what you think is a regular western you're like oh okay they're gonna go out and fight some Native Americans, yeah. and they may destroy them every time they're around them. Yeah. Which, I remember watching it and not thinking anything of it, because that poster doesn't even look like it's what it is. Mm -hmm. So I, I I remember screaming mm -hmm. the first, because I, I was like, well, what is this? <laughs> what? And then it got crazier and crazier. So I like that. I don't know. I, yeah. I agree with you. I, I guess I didn't even think of it as a... And I should have mentioned it's from 2015, so... Oh. Which I discovered was a really loaded year. 2015 and 2016 were extremely loaded. I've yeah. never seen it. I'm going to see it. It's... Would I like it? Do you like Westerns? I don't know. It's a weird-ass movie. I mean, I've only... I mean, honestly, I haven't seen many Westerns, so I don't know. Maybe you would like a Western that, that turns into a crazy horror movie, but I don't know. I would think that if you weren't a Western fan, the first 30 to 40 minutes would be especially trying because it really good. is like people in a town saying, we got to do something about this. Let's get together a group to go out yeah. and, 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 it, and yeah. rescue this person or get revenge. You know? <clears throat> and, and then it, uh, then it gets going. Would you, would you consider like True Grit or Django Westerns? Mm. I, I would because yeah, I like I them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I could. I it mean, it feels like that for the first half an hour, and it's still, it's still throughout, still feels like a western, mm -hmm. but it really is like a horror film mm -hmm. in the heart of it. It's yeah. weird. I mean, I can suffer through anything for a horror film. Oh. Yeah. I think as a horror fan, you would want to see this movie just to know the scene I'm talking about, but I don't know if. Like I, I, again, I think whether the movie is your cup of tea will depend on whether you have affection for those sort of tropes and that kind of pacing, because it really is set up to be like there are westerns that are two and a half, three hours long that are very drawn out stories, yeah. and this is set yeah. up to kind of make you feel like it's one of those. So, Bone Tomahawk. Oh, it's me again. Oh my god. Okay, now I'm gonna be stressed out because I'm like, oh, which one do I pick? Um, all right, now Ronald, I think I am gonna mess you up because I'm gonna pick The Conjuring. Is that yours? I think you're probably messing. I'm sorry. A few of us. But we all saw it together, guys. That yes. was one of the That's ones fine. on the list that That's we all saw together. 
That's fine. The Conjuring was a was a was a kind of a special horror movie in a lot of ways because it was such a huge hit, and it I, it didn't necessarily make the mold of the summertime horror movie, but yeah. it definitely kind of created the template of the what's been going on in the years since of they, they they try to put something out in that august late july august spot yeah and i feel like i feel like since then they're even if it's not the best or or even as good as the conjuring like movies that have come out since then have been like decent horror like we i feel like the my little list here i feel like i have some good movies on here mm-hmm. that even if they're not my favorite um but anyway back to the actual movie we're talking about um <laughs> The scene in the bedroom, guys, where she is like, yeah. there's somebody over there and you cannot see it. That's and it. her sister can't see it. That's it's it. pitch black and you think you, th- you see it and then there? you think you don't. Yeah, and then you, you think you see right. it and you think you don't. Yeah, and it's just like you're your like own. squinting, like, can I see anything? Can she? What is there? Yeah. It's just like your own bedroom. Like when you were a kid and you could do that. You could make a shadow. When you were a kid, John, I do that every day. <laughs> every day. Do you understand that I literally turn the lights off downstairs and run upstairs? I am winded at the mm-hmm. top of my steps, John. Do you know that most of the time these lights just stay on because I have to walk up there? And like, <laughs> there's no way to turn them off. There's no way to like, no. I need to like make that string longer yeah. so I can pull it from the stairs. But no, I, I still, I, I remember being a kid and having to run down the hallway. Like I'd have to go back to my room to get something. And you know, you, the light is at the other end of the hall. So it's like mm. you could turn it on if you were going back and then coming back. But if I was just going to my room, I was supposed to leave the hall light off. And so it really was a flick the light off and go like, boom, 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 yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me tell you what the, I would do. I would go to my room with the light on, turn the light on in my room, go back out of the hall, turn the light off, go back into my room. I'm not fucking kidding. Get, you get a flashlight. Just just do that. Just carry a <laughs> that flashlight. That also works. Yeah. We have night lights in my hallways. Do I, am I lying? Yeah, no, she's right. I, we have night lights everywhere. Her house is basically lit. So you're saying you're a person who gets scared, but you've found a system that works for you to barely cope <laughs> you seem like you'd be a really good protagonist I in a horror movie by a um no i mean i like i i like it i don't know and then one day those night lights go out one by one as you're walking mm. past or them or street something lights going out one by one yeah, or something. I'll die. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will die. um but yeah no scared of the dark anyway back to the conjuring yes. again no, but you're right. That room, the reason we were able to just do that is because that's like a primal fear that they tapped into yeah. for that scene. And it's even got the camera work when she's leaning over the bed and you're yeah. a little disoriented and you really don't know where it's going to be coming from. And you just hit like the sound design is really telling you that there's something there, but you don't yeah. know and you don't you don't think you see it. Some of the best camera work I've ever seen. That shot in the beginning when they're moving in and it's like a continuous shot when yeah. they're like, she goes under the couch. And I love it. That film has created a universe yeah. of films. That's true. That's a, a billion dollar, uh, multi billion. I don't know, maybe yeah. multi at this. I don't even know, but like a billion dollar franchise. Yeah. Um, of not just sequels to that film, you know, like right. it's kind of crazy that. Um, yeah, that Annabelle now has a sequel. Yeah, yeah, and then which you have, is a spinoff, and then you yeah. have <laughs> right. Um, the Nun has a film coming out, yeah. and I'm sure that the other one what was the other one called from Conjuring Two, like this, the Stretch the stre- Man, the, um, the Crooked Man, the Crooked, the crooked Man. Man. Um. Yeah, just there's just like a lot of territory being mined just from the conjuring verse. Um Well, I mean it's got that built in expansion yeah. aspect yeah. of the Warrens and all their different cases and stuff. Mm. It felt kinda classic in a way. It felt like a, a it felt like an old school horror film, but it was made with the kind of modern horror film does, techniques, yeah. you know? No, so. it, it's definitely I feel like earlier talking about like some of the ones that I would probably hold up over time. Like not not the shining or whatever, but like in ten years, I, I think I'll still say the, the conjuring, conjuring is mm-hmm. like one of the ones on this list that I'm sure most of us have. It's like that's definitely one that has a chance at being like this will always be like one of my 
yeah. favorite horror films. I mean, but even though we wouldn't say it's like as good as The Shining, like how old were you when you saw The Shining? Like, let's just guess, no, no, like 11, no. 12. Like, yeah, totally. Our kids might say like, oh my God, The Conjuring, it's an old movie, but you'll really like, you know, like yeah, how yeah, we yeah. say about The Shining, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's right. old, but it's like still so scary. Yeah. So. No, totally. And I, I think, think that could be it. And that's, and that's a, that's kind of speaking to my point. I just think that like, you look back on like this verse that got brought out from mm-hmm. this film, but there will, that, that film will always, I think, be like the achievement, you know, yeah. like, yeah. You know, just everything worked with that movie. And and the scene that's, you know, that you guys mentioned is like the one that stands out, but there's just so much great, there's there's great atmosphere to it and just unsettling moments and just like, I don't know, just, it's just, it's, it's pretty perfect in a lot of ways. And also not really having like a body count, so to speak. Totally. Oh, yeah. Uh, The movie I chose has a body count. (laughs) Um, What is the body count? I don't know. I think it starts off Research, with bro. starts Research. off with a handful of people, uh, ends with a couple of people. Let me uh, guess. Is the name of the film what it is? Is the name of the film two words? Yes. Okay, I know what it is. The invitation. Yeah. Oh. So I think this is one of those smaller movies that we all kind of stumbled upon, watched in our leisure, and realized that. It was it was an adventure from start to finish, mostly because, you know, when you when you come to a place that feels odd, you've been to awkward, weird parties, and then you 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 wonder why you're in a group of people. It's like it's kind of like a work sort of yeah, function. totally yeah yeah you yeah. know you, you don't you know make why it you're work there. yeah and and what's really crazy about it is it it starts off as this party that gets more narrow and narrow and narrow and uncomfortable and videos start coming out and people start getting weird and yeah relationships between people start getting revealed i think it's one of the better films that relies pretty solely on just the acting and in the dread of some of the things that come about that mm-hmm. it, it, it's it shook me up in a lot of ways i i it's 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 a nightmare scenario and to not get out of something that seems so simple, like I should be able to walk out of the door, yeah, and you can't walk out of the door. It, it's it's kind of incredible, and it makes sense. It's it's not like when it's not like when you're in it, you're like ah, I, I I'm gonna try to do that. Those people try to do those things, mm-hmm. and it's met with opposition. So it it does all the things like you know how Get Out, uh, Lil Rel's character was like the voice of logic. Yeah. A lot of the characters in the movie try all the things that we're thinking, yeah, with really terrible consequences sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. it's yeah, go, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. So it's 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 my pick, and I think that one of you guys may have suggested seeing it because it. Yeah, I think Aaron and I watched it when it came out, mm-hmm. like that weekend it came out, it. and like I told you guys, it came on Netflix it pretty quick. Yeah, mm. I was gonna just add, like it's definitely on my honorable mention list. Yeah, like too. it's Same. the thing that works so well is that. The Logan Marshall Green character, like, even though he knows he should leave the house, he can't leave the house because he still has a connection to his ex-wife. Yes. You know, and that, like, that as you start to learn about the traumatic event that happened that, like, will forever tie them together, even though he so badly doesn't want anything to do with the situation, mm-hmm. it prevents him from leaving that space because of that. And that is so, that's so heavy and so challenging for a person of any kind of humanity to get out of. Yeah. Um, so it's that might really, be why it didn't resonate with me, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like tragic that you get to those moments where like you're like he's he's literally outside of the house on the street mm-hmm. watching that car, and it's like there's an app, you know, 
Yeah. Right, right, right. And it doesn't because like he's just still concerned about somebody that he loved at one point that like shared something that was yeah. devastatingly you know loss and that itself like adds so much to the movie in terms of like his commitment to trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah. And um, well, because if you care he, about somebody, you would especially be like that. Like, yeah. uh, what is what are they into? What, what like right. what what have they gotten wrapped up in? You know. So right. it's like right. I, I got I know what you're saying about kind of needing to justify why he doesn't just hightail it out of there. Right. But I think it's all it's all right there just in the character. But I will say that the way the movie unrolls that kind of flashback structure that did feel like something I'd seen right before yeah, yeah, yeah. the sort of. You know the the gauzy yeah. kind of dreamlike flashback, yeah. and I will say that that element was really effectively used. And I almost wish other, I wish that it had felt more fresh to me because oh, I feel that, like that lots part, of movies. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I couldn't come up with more than one. But I feel like yeah. the what's the past? What's the secret to their their past? <laughs> to find out what caused the rift. Yeah. What caused the rift is like it's a fallback for a lot of movies, but really well done, really well cast, and it's got that creeping sense of just what's going on here that I think makes Mm. makes some horror really effective. It's not it's not about the the gore or about the scares as much as it is about just this suffocating atmosphere. In the last scene, man, yeah, that that scene is so great. Talk about. Goosebumps. It's such a big idea, right? Yeah. Expressed visually really well, really yeah, simply. Yeah. yeah, it feels so small when you're in this house, just like in these rooms, and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have this spatial awareness, and then to see that out in the world is a mind-blowing kind of moment. Yeah. Well, some movies do a good job of leading up to a moment yeah. or, a, or a, a shot, Yeah. and it's, sometimes it's weird when that happens, when it ends on a moment or a shot, and then it's over, and you're like, oh, all that other stuff was just to get me here, but that's like, that ending is like, okay... You get it. You yeah, get what's yeah. going on. You get how this is huge. This right, is something right. big that's going on. So I, I had the the conjuring on my list. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make some room. <laughs> this this next one was already on my list, but it yeah. makes me comfortable that I can just throw it out there now. Yeah. And it's the uh, the most recent movie to come out on my list, which is uh, Stephen King's It, Chapter One. Interesting. Um, so. <laughs> Whatever. I, I mean, I, I mean, I mean. So, so, so basically, just this. Please, please, please. I, got, I got another one. So basically, just this. So, okay. For so many reasons, so like all the nostalgia of you know the the like my childhood loving Stephen King yeah. being always wanting a great Stephen King film, and there there being some, but like true horror, uh, a Stephen King film. I don't know that there really was, um, except for The Shining. The Shining, but. It's very different than the the Shining novel. It's also an atypical horror film. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and, and and at the beginning of the episode, talking that a lot of my criteria was like in the lane for horror, like yeah. the traditional stuff is what I tried to focus mm-hmm. on. I just think that that a stu- a major studio finally just like knocked it out of the park. Like, mm-hmm. took a huge story, figured out a way to make it two parts to focus on the childhood time of of the Losers Club. Yeah. Um, extremely well cast, well directed. My only hang up when we talked about the film was some of the CGI, some of the some of the oh, yeah, yeah. the graphics, uh, whatever special effects. But um, I just feel like this is a moment, and this is a horror movie that you talk about the characters. Your your end question for this mm-hmm. episode. This is one that is like gonna be like a, a, a time stamp in horror. Future history, whatever it is, yeah. like not just because it made over six hundred and thirty million dollars to date. That's insane. That is. Absurd, right? And this is just part one. Is that does that make it the highest grossing horror film of all time? Um, I think adjusted for inflation, I still think it's The Exorcist. But okay. I mean, 
just dollar on a piece of paper, I think it's the, fuck this, inflation. This, this I want is, a number. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I think it's pretty much broken every box office record for horror That's films crazy. that there is. Um, but the movie just works on so many levels. You know, I just really think that the 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 kids, the idea of the Losers Club, the the idea of childhood innocence, dealing with fears, um, the 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 villain preying on your fears mm-hmm. and. Um, trying to incite them, and um, that being that that entity's power, is such a cool idea, and it's reason why everybody loves the Stephen King it novel. It's arguably one of his best novels, mm-hmm. yeah. and admittedly, it's the only of his novels I've ever read in my life, except for the short story The Body, which I read after seeing Stand by Me. But and I love the book; I love it. Um, so it was just amazing to finally see it come from, you know, having seen the miniseries in the 90s, having feelings about that. Loving it because, like, I, I'm, at the time I watched it, it was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's got issues. But I don't know. I just think that this is the kind of movie that... Um, it's got issues. Yeah, it's got issues. Here you go. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like the kind of thing that, you know, you, you talk about, like, the timelessness of a movie. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I would... I would it's not a, a bad wager to say that, you know, 20 years from now, I think it is going to be like a movie that is going to be at the top of a conversation for like a horror classic. Yeah. And especially if it, the second, if the chapter two, if they get that right and really close it out, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a landmark moment for horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fact that in 2017, when box office is the worst in some ways it's ever been, a genre film of, uh, you know, an author who had tons of properties adapted to film that never made money yeah. has made over $630 million with a cast of unknowns and a budget of $30 million. Like, what better thing could happen to the horror genre if you are a fan of horror films reaching mass audiences and being successful? Yeah. There's not. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Sorry for all Literally. the Literally. You know, yeah. but. Yeah. I just love I love the movie. I I I actually saw it a second time. A lot of the stuff I loved in the, in 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 the theater the first time I saw it just like the the Georgie moment and um so good. the Georgie moment. And mm. the scene that really gets me is like when they're playing at the quarry and like they're just swimming and being awkward kids and like l- falling in love with Bev in mm-hmm. some ways and and then the, the the to bookend that moment with the last scene of the film, you mm-hmm. know, when they're kind of grasping hands and they one by one exit the the circle and like just kind of drift off into whatever go get a their shot. child right right well they don't grab the same hands as the blood they okay. yeah. Yeah, right, right. um but but the knife oh the knife yeah. sure yeah well, well played <laughs> i don't know i just like th- that idea of like a horror film being very scary and having an iconic horror figure yeah yet still having this amazing ability to have like this air of like childhood and innocence and like Nostalgia, everyone's a sucker for it, mm-hmm. especially me. And you know, setting it in a time period that I can relate to and that I miss, and just it just it's just like a gift, you know. Like right. I, I just see it as this perfect melting pot of ideas that would I would throw into a pot to say like this could be the perfect horror movie for mm-hmm. me. I don't know that it is, but it's gotten pretty close. Right. I mean, I think Pennywise would be the I yeah. said before. I think there's been one iconic monster in, right. in recent movies, and I think that uh, Pennywise qualifies for that. Right. I thought it was okay. I thought it ripped off Stranger Things. <laughs> you know, I'm just not. I'm just not here for that. Right, right, right. Is anyone affectionate towards the miniseries from the from the 80s? I, I like I, said the, before, yeah. I do really like it, just because of I think the time I saw it. Right, right. You know, as yeah. a, as a kid watching it, like I just remember just being all about it. Like mm-hmm. I saw the miniseries before I read the book, and the, that's what made me want to read the book. Right. 
But um, I just remember being scared of it with my brother in the living room watching it. It's just—I <laughs> was never scared of it. I don't—I'm mm-hmm. not afraid of clowns. Yeah. But this one did scare me. The, I'm not—I'm not—I'm new... not afraid of clowns. I just feel like <clears throat> the idea of like, you know, like knowing what your worst fear is. Like that's something that you know. Yeah. You don't have to tell somebody. And like that, that this that this thing knows, yeah, and can always get you with it. Like that always kind of creeped me out. That's yeah. pretty creepy. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like the Freddy Krueger, you know, thing. Right. Yeah. You know, like he can always get you some way, and when he does get you, he's usually preying on something that, well, at least in the later films, especially like something that is relevant to you, yeah. not necessarily fear, but he customizes your death. Well, the thing I think that was kind of shrewd about this was the way they updated it to the eighties. Yeah. Instead of the fifties, you know, it's like it's a great way to re, to to it's sort of late eighties. It's right? a great way yeah, to refer yeah, to the yeah. fact that the that the book is from the eighties, yeah. and even to kind of nod in a strange way through that period to the miniseries, you yes. know. But it also it's just the perfect trajectory for the story because the book turned into the miniseries, and then it's been long enough. If people did like the miniseries, I think the miniseries is people like it because of maybe they saw it when or it was the scariest thing on television at or the time. Or just Tim Curry. It was just maybe, yeah. and I know I liked the book, and so read, you know I wanted to see the show for that reason. Yeah. But I think it's like it just has worked out because a lot of times when you make a reboot or a redo like this, people have their knives out. But people weren't, there weren't so many people ready to... to to, to like protect me. the miniseries, you know. I was gonna right. say, Ronald, did you? What did, I mean, I fucking love that movie. Good, that was great. Did you? Did you think? Did you think it was better than the original? Yeah, I didn't really like the original. Okay, yeah. I think. I mean, I do I like Tim, the original, but I think it's better. Yeah, yeah. I can acknowledge it. Tim, yeah, Curry's definitely amazing. better. Yeah, it's this was fleshed out in a way that I just hadn't seen the likable characters, mm-hmm. the, the the mixing of humor and dread kind of kicking in right after. I'm not. I don't see that done well very often. So, and the best thing they could have done is not to like try to do Tim Curry doing Pennywise, right. Right. which they did not do. They did not, which is the safest thing they could have done. Like, mm-hmm. great decision. Right. Because yeah. if anything that people would have attacked, it would have been that. And I think that that is the thing too. That if you go back and look at Tim Curry's performance now, you can see how to a certain audience member it wouldn't be scary. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Even totally. though I think there's something slightly scarier about the guy who seems like he's just a grubby clown. A guy in a clown. Yeah. But yeah. this this take in this movie was very I don't know, like I said, it was just a very cleverly put together movie and I think they were shrewd with the way that they handled it. And I'm with you, Steve. If they stick the landing with, with the, the bookend and they don't yeah. spin it out into a bunch of spin off movies or whatever, I think that I think that, that will elevate the first one, you know. Sure. Because it it is a little bit of a half a story. Because of, because of the oh yeah absolutely I mean they figured out a way to kind of separate the story out so they could do the two separate times mm-hmm. and then even the second one they're gonna, they said they're gonna have flashbacks and stuff yeah. which I think is important that's really cool but um, when's it come out two more years two thousand nineteen October oh. I think it's like same so weekend the yeah. the just just to throw out a scene so we've been kind of like mentioning scenes just the the Georgie sewer scene mm-hmm. the moment that like it oh, just kind of like disconnects and like just drools yeah and you see yeah. it kind of like just salivating over like this. Yeah, yeah, that's just great. He's a, he has a creature, like a monster who's trying to act human, yeah. like not really yeah. human. It's oh, like yeah. so good. He yeah. just, just loses his focus and for a moment, and it's like snaps, like literally, yeah. just like goes like that. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah that's how dare well. how dare he kill people in date in the daytime? Mm-hmm. There's something about people that kill people during the daytime. I'm like, do you have any? How you? <laughs> do you have any decency? <laughs> You're like out on our street, yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Know, like not the... not in the basement of a house in oh, the daytime. Man. But it's something so terrifying about yeah. that. Yeah. I have a random scene from this. You guys are gonna think I'm stupid, but 
the scene with Stan, who is like arguably the worst one of the kids, right? <laughs> like who likes Stan the best? Um, anyway, when he's in the synagogue and he picks the picture back up to put oh, it on yeah. the wall and there's nothing in the picture. That that's good. <laughs> that, that, that 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 whole scene is great yeah. actually. Well, you did. I thought you didn't like the woman. No, I, that's the CG issue that I'm yeah. talking about. Right, right, right. I, but that that setup and that scene and the and the art and like that character yeah. for Stan, I thought was great. And yeah, the idea cool. of being creeped out by a painting. Yes. Because yeah. I remember like there've been paintings in museums, just different things where it's like the look on the person's face yeah. or whatever where you don't want you don't like being in the it's room like, with it yeah, yeah unsettling yeah. like the Jason Conti vampire <laughs> <laughs> well no, that inflames my loins the <laughs> he's just staring at you yeah. with these crazy you know, what the, you know what that painting is that's the painting you hide behind in the wall and yes. you have little eyes Cut that you out. pull out and you can look <laughs> for that man that's a crazy painting <laughs> okay I'm gonna go ahead with another recent Stephen King adaptation because uh, you guys have basically cleared you guys have cleared all the the like the top of the marquee films. We've had mm. It Follows, we've had Conjuring, we've had Get Out, we've had It. Those are the those are the ones that I was like, we got to talk about. But I'm gonna throw some love to Gerald's Game. I still need to see that. That just came out yeah. on Netflix. It's really like it's very psychologically. It's really strong. Not to say that you'll see your own relationship in it at all, or that you should, because it's a pretty unhealthy relationship in the movie. Right. But just the fact that this couple seem to have a functioning marriage mm. that once things start to go awry it's just you see how ugly it yeah, was yeah. and how rooted in 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 you know the the husband basically kind of manipulating the wife and getting her to do what he wants her to do and right. then you see how that's part of her history and it connects back to her past and the way the oh, movie wow. plays those things out it's just really psychologically deep and then on the surface, all the horror elements are, are just really well delivered. So it goes into her mind, but there's things happening in the real world, and she doesn't know if she's really seeing things or if she's going crazy. Right. And the movie really does put a very fine point on it. At the end, you know for a fact what was real and, and what happened. But as far as just Carla Gugino, uh, you know, love a, her. an acting tour de force, having always loved her, yeah. this is the one. This is the movie that really feels like That's it, amazing. it takes her, it takes all of those talents and, and, and takes them to the next level. Cool. A divisive ending, I think. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, I kind of like what the ending does thematically, but it definitely feels like the real movie that you were watching stopped before the. There's uh, like a, there's like an epilogue. Yeah. That's kind of it's neat, but the real movie stops before that epilogue. But I would say even with that, even with the last ten minutes being very debatable, I thought that uh, it was just a really well made movie. And as far as a scene. That sticks with you. There's one or two like scares of just what's going on. That's creepy. And then there's a moment of gore that is deeply. Did, did you see the viral video going around today of like Netflix having their employees watch that scene? Uh, the yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I didn't see the scene, yeah. but they 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 suggest what it is. Once you see, that's where it's going. It. Like I have to look away for a second. Yeah. I don't normally do that, but this movie really tested me. Wow. Luckily, I could pause it. You know, I could pause it and kind of brace myself. <laughs> but no, it was it was really well done. And I think that... Um, Mike Flanagan, man. Mike Flanagan. I was about to Killing say, it, I don't yeah. know how much they spent on it, but it's perfect for the Netflix model, yeah. except for the fact that I would have loved to have seen Gerald's Game in a theater with a crowd. I think a crowd would really react to this movie. And it also, honorable mention, just goes to the fact that Bruce Greenwood, who's always very solid, is is great in this. How does he not age? That's a good question. He's basically wearing... He's, like, ripped. He's basically in boxer briefs for this whole movie, and you, at 44, I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks amazing. So does she, but, like, wow. Mm -hmm. They're both, like, what, in their, like, 50s? Like they look 50s? so amazing, you really wish these kids could work Early it out, 50s? Steve. Ugh. All right, sorry. Lauren? All right. Lauren? I got... Bring it in. I'm stressed out. Bring right it now. in. All right. 
Okay, I mean, just so just feel, feel safe with right. the fact that you will be able to mention other people. All, all, all of them, though? Later. This is, third, this is, this is number third. three. This is our last one, yeah. This is okay, just... so speaking of Mike Flanagan, Oculus fucked me up. Bad. They're seriously, <laughs> seriously fucked me up. Really? Are you guys saying no? Are you no, like, no, are you no, like no, not, not down for no. Oculus? I'm not, I'm not. No, that was one of the last movies that I saw with Steve before I had my daughter Isla. <laughs> I was like nine months pregnant in the theater. <laughs> could not get comfortable, but I'm like, I am here for this movie. Um, That's devotion. That is oh, yeah. Movie. We went for a double feature that day. Wow. <laughs> we did movie, lunch, movie. Was it because you didn't know when you were going to be out to a movie again? That's yes. exactly Very why. smart of you. And Very smart I don't of you. The, oh, Sinister 2. Wah, wah. <laughs> didn't make the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, what was the first movie? Boom. But um, <laughs> I loved how that movie was shot, like as far as like flashbacks, real life, and like not knowing what things were real and what things weren't real. But if we're talking about scenes for everyone, like the, the scene in the beginning... When and being in the theater, it was just me and Steve. Basically, it was like a weekday, like a Monday or something. the The scene in the beginning when she's like unpacking the mirror, and there's other things around, like other antiques or whatever, and there's a blanket over things, and then you realize there's another blanket in the room that wasn't there before. Just mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is about to happen with this movie? Like, what is this? What is coming out of this mirror? What is caught? What is happening? That's one I need to finish. I, you've, you've reminded me that I didn't finish watching it, but I thought it was really. I thought it was really. really well, the end was, was really, really well good. Done. I think I saw like the first half hour, but I mean, I think I started it one night when it was really too late, oh, and I just. Yeah. But I never went back to it. And you're and you reminding need to, me. And you need to be like watching it. You can't because it, yeah. it keeps going back and forth so much. You can't do like playing on your computer or whatever. Yeah. Which mm. you know. That's one of the strongest things about the movie, like the back and forth in the two timelines. Like the mm -hmm. film is incredibly edited, and I think that's what got a lot of love when the movie came out. Was like. Seeing the kids, uh, like how they edit the scenes, like mm -hmm. with the brother and sister as kids and as adults, mm -hmm. and like kind of like just where are we right now? Like they were, you never got lost really mm -hmm. in those two timelines, which were informing both respective pieces of the story. Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Oculus. Like Mike Flanagan, like he's definitely like one of the guys. Yeah, like you got Oculus Hush. Highly underrated film on yeah. Netflix if you haven't it's seen really it. It's really good. It's really good. I've heard great things about Gerald's Game. Mm -hmm. And now, as we mentioned last up, uh, two podcasts ago, I think it was, he's doing that, The Haunt, the Haunting, mm -hmm. The Haunting, or The House on Haunting Hill. But is he doing it as a series? Ser Netflix series. Yeah, see, that's yeah. perfect. Mm. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I feel like we're going to talk to him at some point. He's going to come on the show. He has to. He has to. And he also did The Origin of Evil. That was yeah. on my list, yeah. too. And and that movie had some scary parts. Like for Very much so. That's very yeah. good. That's a very good movie. The The... The Weezer? thing, the thing, yes. the thing peeking so around the, 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 the like yeah. when you look yes. through the thing and you see the thing like looking yes. in the room. That's such a good scene. Yeah. Okay. Pick. My pick is a is an unusual one, just because I didn't hear anybody say it. Um, I was gonna pick one of his other movies, but I said fuck that. I'm gonna go with what my heart feels, and that's the Evil Dead remake. <gasps> nice, Ronald. We're so. Really? That was like the only reason it wasn't on my top was because it didn't fuck me up afterwards. Right, right. I just love it so much. I've seen it like a million times. It is done. So I, I, agree. I, didn't, it's great. I, I didn't really get into Evil Dead until you guys kept kind of talking about it, mm -hmm. particularly John. John was like, yeah. Shh, you know. <laughs> I, I definitely missed that. Yeah. Evil Dead. I missed Evil it. Dead and and I don't know why the fuck I did. So I watched the originals. Loved them. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, this is a remake. I fucking hate remakes. 
It was no, so good. <laughs> now I don't. No, you don't. Well, it's like it was such a good idea to just do it in a different yeah. way because it doesn't try to. Outside of a few things, it mm. really does not try to top the style or the 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 mixture of comedy. I mean, like it doesn't go for that. I thought that was a that was a smart idea. And right. Instead of making it feel like it was removing the style, it just felt like it was kind of reinventing it. And and again, I think sometimes it's wise to do that to like yeah. sidestep the thing that people might think you're trying to one up, and it won't it won't anger the fans of sure. that thing. It replaced all the like kind of campiness with gore. Yeah, which I thought was really cool because all the scenes they had some similar sort of scenes with like people scrambling around and screaming. And it just and, escalates. Yeah, the, if that movie is so loud, uh, the original Evil Dead is one of the loudest movies I've ever mm-hmm. watched. It's four people yelling at the same time, yeah. and this movie had the same sense of like dread, and it gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Some of the choices that they made that connected characters, mm-hmm. addiction and things like that. I fucking love that. No, I like that setup too. The yeah, idea that yeah. the addiction she's she's she's, you know, going into withdrawal and that explains a certain amount of the behavior to her friends yeah, as far yeah. as her extreme behavior before it's too late. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. You love the original? I, I, I Evil Dead Two is probably the movie I've watched more times than any other movie. There, there was a there was like a, a year in high school where we would watch it every day after school, just about. And if we would rope some, we would find someone who hadn't seen it and like make them watch it, you know. And so it's like to me, it's got that kind of it's it's a roller coaster. I love the invention of it. I love the I do you know it's the perfect form of Bruce Campbell, the you know who basically will. Smash anything over his head for Sam Raimi. It seems you know, like yeah. the so punishment. Did you like the remake? Did you? Really I liked like it. I liked it a lot. Okay. I, I don't know if I liked it as much as you, but I did admire the fact that it was yeah. it was brutal and it tried to be so extreme and it was it was just a different kind of horror. Even from other modern horror films, I don't see them going for the jugular quite as fiercely as that movie did. And mm-hmm. I, I really admire that. And the bit with the arm. Oh man, the yeah. arm. <laughs> and just people getting hit with bats it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a weird thing that that is just is just a blunt object or toilet mm-hmm. tanks yeah <laughs> that is the best weapon mm-hmm. in a pinch yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that movie yeah. like seriously in my heart it's a good movie i'm <laughs> glad you liked it i do i i actually like don't love 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 the original i mean like mm-hmm. i like any classic horror so yeah. i'll 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 I like it, but I love the remake. Like, yeah. one of those ones where I can say, like, I think I like it better. Yeah, yeah. I get, so, I get it. I get yeah. it. Cool. Yay. That makes me happy. I'm so glad somebody talked about it, because oh. I was, like, stressing out. Like, how can I, I not pick worried. this when I've worried. seen it so many times? Yeah. It works cool. out well to have another person on, because then we yeah. yes. mention three more yes. movies. Yeah, I know. And slot one in, yeah. like I'm able to do right now. <laughs> so I'm glad I get to mention your next um, 2013, Adam Wingard, Simon Barrett, I think, wrote it. Mm-hmm. It just was like one of those like slasher movies. Um, it felt super indie, mm-hmm. um, super uh, kind of sort of does a little what Scream does in terms of kind of subverting the genre a little bit with having the final girl who unknowingly to the killers is very prepared for the situation. Uh, you know, a character who grew up on like some sort of compound where she had survivalist skills or some shit yeah. like that. I love the idea of that, like being the wrench in the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the family dynamic. I love that Joe Swanberg's in it. Um, and I don't know. I just think it's a really fun, it, it, it's on the list. It's the one that like, Oh, actually of most of the movies that I have on my entire list I may have seen this movie the most. Yeah, mm. I watch it 
a lot. You do. Like oh, wow. I turn it on. Like if I'm just going to sleep, I'll mm-hmm. watch your next. <laughs> just I love the way I love the opening scene. I just love how quick it moves. It's really efficient with time. It's not long, mm-hmm. and it just escalates really quickly. Yeah. And like when something bad you think it's about to happen, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when somebody makes a run for it, they run through a fucking wire. Yeah. You know, when somebody goes in the basement, they fucking get got. You yeah. know, or something happens. You right, know, right. and I like that. It's really efficient with the kills, and um, and it's like um, better watch out that we talked about yeah. uh, a few a few weeks ago, where if you have any questions about why things are happening yeah. the way they're happening, the movie kind of answers. Like sure. you may be thinking, well, this doesn't hold up. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. And yeah. then when you get to the end, you go, okay, I guess a lot of those those exact things that would have bugged me now I know why why that was part of the the plan why it was part of the tapestry of the movie instead of being like a mistake you know it's, you know I mean, certain yeah, character totally. motivations yeah, yeah and I think it's like of, of everything I've talked about like it's like it's just it's like one of the simpler mm-hmm. like enjoyment horror films I have like well it, really the name it's got the best name of any horror so film good. in the last it's 10 so years good. you're next and the, the music's great score's great yeah. they they all have a lot of that great synth score that mm-hmm. like even if follows had which obviously plays to me nicely but yeah your next is my final and I didn't do mine in any order it yeah. was like three that I loved and it's just grown into yeah. like one of those just like it's just that movie I put on if I want a simple easy watch horror film I don't have to pay attention yeah. all the way yeah. but uh, and, I, and the masks too yeah BT dubs. I love the mask. Mm. I feel like when Any we saw it, it was like super fresh. Like it, it was, was. It, it was, felt like that. You yeah. know what I? Ca- this is kind of weird. There's like a weird, like <laughs> analogy, not analogy, but like a weird combination. Get out kind of reminds me of like your next mixed with like skeleton key, like oh, that oh, vibe yeah. to me. Like right. the loss of control of your body, but just like that freshness of your like that's how i felt watching get out oh cool interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i get that so but i really like your neck that's on my list of but you see like cool. all mentioning my honorable mentions <laughs> All right, John, what do you well, got? I'm going to close it out. Now, th- these are two movies that I'm choosing between. I'm not going to walker it. Don't okay. worry. Um, oh, uh, I, I thought we were getting walkered. There's been no walkering. You guys may have noticed. You didn't. The walkering has not, has not happened did. in a long time. The walkering sounds like a good horror movie, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really does. Um, that's what happens later when you guys can't get out of the basement. <laughs> it's all part of my plan. Um, but, okay, so maybe you guys can help me choose. One of these movies is Supernatural. Oof. And the other one is not, and they both occupy that spot of you could call this horror, you could say not. In fact, some people definitely. I've heard people saying about. And in fact, oh. in fact yeah. I may even have had the debate in my head about about these movies whether they were horror. We at haven't one time. had a ton of supernatural. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to vote supernatural. Yeah, I'd say natural. I'd say go supernatural. You take supernatural. What do you think? I don't know, man. I mean, the majority. Can you give one. us more of a hint? I would say the supernatural like one. The game. supernatural one is the one that I think I like better than anybody in the room, and the non-supernatural one is probably more liked in general. It's probably a. If it's the supernatural one, I'm thinking about. Does that? Have... I'm going with the conventional choice. All right, the non-supernatural choice. Yeah, right. But what do you got? I say supernatural. I, say supernatural. Right. I think I, I think I know what you're going to say. The Vivich. The Witch. Oh, I loved The Witch. Yeah. I thought The Witch was a great movie. I think that it got a lot of shit from people who said it wasn't a horror movie. It wasn't disturbing. It wasn't this or that. I thought that it was like a really yeah. great period piece. It really brought some life into this, like this realistic d- depiction of of this era and of people yeah. that would be living in these times and these severe people who would be very religious and very superstitious and dark and bleak. And and I just think the movie maintains its tone really well and the types of scares that are in it are the type that 
to me are the stuff of nightmares. Like I've always seen like those old paintings they'll do of like the witch's Sabbath. And it'll be yeah. all these weird, creepy people hanging around a fire and they're, they're like, there's paganistic stuff going on. And it's, it's, it's like, it's not creepy because it's like earth religion in a way, but it's creepy because it's, it sort of resents the modern world and it wants to, it wants everything to go back. You know, I just think that kind of idea of the old magic, yeah. the, there's a scene in this where, where she's in her little hovel out in the woods and she's, she's dismantling a baby, you know, and it's just, that's the witch from your nightmares. That's the witch that yeah. the Puritans feared in the, in the woods when they, when they were like carving out this wilderness. And I just think that that's so creepy. Now I know that because it does not have a lot of like pulse pounding scary scenes in it it's much more of a slow burn i know that a lot of genre fans sort of said this movie's being positioned as a great genre entry but it's not but to me it's just it's the one that when i think about like what's a good film on this yeah. list it 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 was it kept getting pushed on up on my list because i just think it's a really well made film i feel like when we saw that we were like not loving it and then the more he and I talked we were like I think I did like it a little bit and then it'll be like the next day like I don't know I'm thinking about it more and like I, I <laughs> yeah. like I like this about it I felt like there were some spots with that that stuck with me yeah. afterwards maybe not to the point where I'm like running up the steps but definitely just like Ugh, the evil in it, it like feels to me feeling. it feels old and it feels inexplicable and it feels yeah. like if you if you encounter if you go out into the woods and you encounter evil that has been in the woods for That's countless funny. eons you will not win. Your little family will not survive this episode, you know. I just hate how it was mismarketed. I, if I... You mean the way the trailer made it look like it was a fright, fe- like a nonstop... Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of see I what think, you're saying. I think if I would have had a more accurate trailer, when I thought about what it was mm-hmm. versus what it was marketed to me as, I liked that version of the movie in my head that I was like, okay, I like this movie mm. but what i thought yeah. it was gonna be we started talking about like yeah. is the marketing of these horror movies becoming like a detractor is it working yeah. against the movies Definitely. and in a lot of cases I, it I is feel like it gets people in the seats the weekend but yeah. then yeah. people are like yeah i didn't like it at all right like just get the people in there that will like it and mm-hmm. then they'll tell the people that will i remember like when we went and saw it like i think it was your 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 um, babysitter your babysitter she had seen was it and like, didn't like it was like saying oh it's so boring mm-hmm. like, but the irony was that, like that's the target of the marketing that that movie yeah. did. You know, she's like in her early 20s or something like that. Yeah. And like hated it. Yeah. You know, and we're people that would probably give it a chance or second thought right, after right. the fact. But yeah. that, Actually, she'll, and she's pretty, I mean, like my babysitter, she likes movies. Like she watches like period pieces and things like that. Oh, so, so she's fancy. Yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's not, she's not just like some dumb kid. Like she'll watch whatever. And I'm, when she said she didn't like it, I was like, oh great. We yeah. just spent money on a babysitter for this piece of shit. It was the first time that I felt like. She doesn't like to live deliciously. Wasn't that what? Let me tell you what, though. <laughs> yeah. when me and Aaron leaned into it, and he's like, "Would you want to eat butter?" We were like, "I'm a witch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do." I, if Black Philip comes to me, like, "I'm yes, mm-hmm. yeah." You want me to kill my brother? Sure, mm-hmm. I'll be a witch. <laughs> Give me the butter. Isn't the mom nursing a crow? Yeah, oh, yeah. man, yeah. so creepy, so creepy. In fact, that actress that plays the mom in that also yeah. plays. Uh, Game of Thrones. N- nursing. nursing. What is it with her in yeah. nursing? She thinks she shouldn't be nursing. She's like, she flips through the script. Is there a scene where I nurse something I'm not supposed to nurse? <laughs> it's the first time that I felt like that lady that was going to sue Professor, for, uh, for uh, yeah. drive. Yes. It's like it's not like Fast and the Furious. Yeah. I'm suing. But you were going to bring up a lawsuit. Yeah, I was going to sue the <laughs> shit out of them. I had a plan. Out of 824, but you love 824. I love 824. That's why I didn't yeah. do it. They're notorious for that shit. Yeah. No, it, I would say it comes like, at night. Yes, it comes at night. That, made me fucking 
I was furious. Wait, was he with us? Yeah. Yeah. That was the last movie before I had this baby. It was a waste. (laughs) I didn't hate it. I just... No, I hated it. Hated it. I, liked, I actually I liked, liked it, it but I thought it was me definitely too. one that the trailer made me think, oh, God, this looks like a great horror yeah. film. And in the movie, it was just kind of like it was more of like an apocalyptic. Yeah. Here I am yeah. saying it's more of an apocalyptic thriller. No, it's a horror movie. It's just not the kind that we want to put on this list tonight. No. But um, so now I got, I've got to ask, what was the one that you didn't go with? Green Room. Yes. I oh, my it. God. Oh, that's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. See, I it's on my also rants, but I couldn't. I have. It's just know. not strong enough horror. It's the it's that yeah, just like that that lane of horror that I was going for. It's so good. So what, what are some what other yeah, answers we got? Mm. The village. The, the village. village. That's like I mean, so many the years old. Yeah. The, visit. the visit. Yep. That's, that's, on my list. that's on my list. The visit, the visit and, and split. We're both. Split. Yeah, we're both on my short list. He's I didn't been... put split because I didn't. I couldn't put it in horror. Yeah. See, like I was trying. Oh. To stay, I was trying to stay full horror too. I feel like the scene where you find him eating the girl's stomach means yeah. that it's a horror. <laughs> but I know what you like, mean. <laughs> yeah. Kind of doing that. Uh, Train to Busan. It's on my list. Oh my god! Look, if I were to. Suggest any zombie film to somebody. It's like people people like the same <laughs> fucking mad. zombie movies. <laughs> yeah, Train to Busan is one of the it's best. Great. What about Cabin in the Woods? I was gonna. Was I it you, uh, not before the two thousand? No, it was. It was in the cop. I didn't like it. It's two thousand twelve. I don't. I don't oh. love that movie. I thought really. You were I, I, I really liked that. I liked movie. it too. I don't know. I've watched it twice because I felt crazy when I first thought I didn't mm. like it, and then people were like, "No, it's so good." No, I don't. I just don't like it. It's one that I like parts of a lot, and then I feel like part of what makes it a drag is intentional. It's the stereotyped mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the invention and the creativity around that. I just yeah. don't know if the act of watching it, it kind of... That that Whedon camp. Yeah, Drew Goddard, it, it can sometimes be more clever than it is really enjoyable. Like, you don't laugh, but you recognize the cleverness of it. You're not really scared, but you recognize the creativity of it. Yeah. And I think that there is something about that, that that sometimes works for me and sometimes doesn't, but... What about Don't Breathe? I was going to say Don't Breathe because yeah. I was uh, the same director for uh, Betty Alvarez. Yeah. You know, Don't one Breathe was so good. That I I so liked good. because it never really lost me, but I don't know if it ever really got to any particular heights, like as far as what it was trying to do, but as far as not losing, a, like having a concept and, and like not fucking it up somehow. Yeah. As Above, So Below is a movie that I actually enjoyed. That's you on know, Netflix with like the Eiffel Tower thing. Yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't watched that yet. It's like, it's just... Wait, it's, who, wait who is in that? Who's in that? Uh, Greenberg. Oh, no, yeah. okay. I haven't. Um, I've seen another movie that takes place in the I've seen like films. half of it yeah. and I did like the half I saw. It's like, it never... It never goes to the point where you're going like, oh, my God, this is so great. But yeah. you get to the end. Sometimes you get to the end of a horror movie and you're like, you know, that just kind of stayed creepy and nasty. And the yeah. end of that, it's got some great like reality bending. Like they're, the last few minutes of that are kind of like mind blowing in a way. If you really try to fathom what's going on, it yeah. seems like these characters may have gone through hell and then come out into hell maybe maybe mm-hmm. our world is hell. i don't know it's it's but i just thought it was a good like that setup of the catacombs and going deeper and deeper into these caves mm-hmm. that is so viscerally scary to me because the idea that there are people down in those caves doing stuff that they yeah. don't want you to see and you're going to kind of find them you know that's a really good yeah. setup i'll watch that yeah um i enjoyed these are just honor mentions i enjoyed krampus yes krampus would I be i enjoyed the autopsy of jane doe yep um I, I forgot about that one. Creep? Yeah. Sequel coming out soon. The Can't Autopsy of Jane Doe was really good. Yeah. 
two smaller films I, I wanted to maybe pick just for the exposure to our six listeners. The Loved Ones mm. and The Battery. Oh. Uh, the I battery. thought you might pick The Battery because I saw that on the... Oh, I, man. I thought, it's you, like, really, really good. It Super really ultra good. low budget like zombie movie. Um, just two buddies traveling in a car with a baseball bat. Yeah. And it, it's fucking great. It is so good. I have to check it out. Yeah, you would dig it. And um, The Loved Ones, I think it's Sean Byrne. It, he's, he made that film. Um, What's the one about the family that uh, has a secret? We are what we are. Yes! That's so Yeah, I wanted to include... I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, I also liked We're Still Here. Did I see we're still, we're still here? It's Barbara Crampton. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. And it's, it just had some real, like a couple of really, really solid scare scenes in that with just what's going on. There's like a burned demon spirit ghost or something, but it's like it, the the ghost kind of manifests as this as like a person with burned skin, and it's just a really creepy image. Actually, it looks like the loved ones may not. Oh no, no, yeah, 2012. Oh, a Housebound. Does anyone else? I dug it. Yeah, it's good. I'm it's really good. That. It's funny. I feel like what we do in the shadows has to come up, but it's not really. I mean, I that's know. just that's more of like the funniest movie I've seen in yes. like ten years. You know? I feel like the, if I were going to decide, I, the, the way I honestly, uh, the way I broke that down was, if we were going to do an episode about comedies, yeah, that, I would put it yeah. much more under comedy. But the fact that it doesn't shy away from the right, gore and the violence right. and the kind of sadness of the yeah. death of the you know these are vampires and we love them, but in order to live they have to feed on people. Yeah. that does turn into a plot point that's horrific. You know, yeah. there's a scene in particular that's pretty gory but also funny. Yeah. So it's so good. I can't stress to you how happy I was that you guys like that movie. I loved it. Oh, Taika, so good! It's incredible. Taika Waititi's like. The only other one I had on my list, which kind of diverged from the lane that I was talking about, was uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, mm-hmm. Ooh, which I love. That's a good pick. I still though. need to see that. You know, really, it's really, really good, yeah. Wow. No, I just it's like I'm sure I would love it. It just looks it looks uh, so good. But I just you need to see it before the next Cloververse film. That was yeah. this for me. This year? It was. It's like early. It's either late late this year or early 2018. Oh. David Ayelowell, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I've seen that movie like three times. You didn't like that? Didn't like it? I didn't love it. I don't I know. I feel like I wanted to, but and I did like Cloverfield, but I just didn't love it. I don't mm, know. Mm. And nobody here said Babadook. No. That I'm, I was underwhelmed by yeah, Babadook. Yeah, yeah, not. I mean, I enjoy, I that, do, that falls into the marketing thing too. I yeah. think yeah, that's yeah. actually one of the top ones. Like that was one where I was legitimately disappointed <laughs> at the at the. The, the lack of scares. Like when I was watching yeah, it, yeah. I was like, I thought this was going to be scarier. It's on like every list as like Great. one through three. It's always you number know, one, two, or three of like I the think last it's decade. The, it's a cool idea behind it. It gets zany. It does. It, it does have zany. a good idea. It's the motherhood part. The parent. I think yeah, people latch yeah, onto that right. idea of like the problem kid yeah. who, you know, and if you're a parent, you can't help but watch that and go, oh, what would I do if my kid was sort of like having this tough time and having these episodes and really being difficult to deal with. Like, the horror of being a parent. That movie really yeah. kind of nails things about it. But I just feel like the creepiest moments in it and this, the best horror moments were, like, these little quick things that really weren't the overall yeah. text of the film. Like, the, the, when she's looking across at her neighbor and you can see that it looks like the Babadook is, is, is over there. Yeah. Like, that is creepy to me. But I don't know if the rest of the movie, once, yeah. I thought it was a cool movie. Though. No, it was good. I'm not saying it was bad. I just, yeah. it, it wouldn't have made it on my yeah. list. But 
I kept for me. I kept feeling like it was supposed to be in the running, you know, because it was I just so. Think that was like one of the earlier ones where I felt like a little burned by yeah. Like yeah. the marketing yeah. for it, because it definitely was like the greatest horror movie out of the Sundance Film Festival, yeah. or you know, like or whatever fucking festival was that. Like I guess as a original that's a tag, as know? an original idea, it do, it it does kind of stand out, but mm-hmm. come on. It's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I give it that. It's a really sure. cool It's idea. got some cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like the just the character of a the Babadook character is, is very creepy. But mm-hmm. like I just felt like the movie didn't. It was, it was a little too like slow, yeah. Yeah. meditative to, for me or something. I don't know. Something about it like it kept feeling like Beetlejuice to me for some reason, and it's not yeah. Beetlejuice, but it's right, something about Beetlejuice like. Is... Beetlejuice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it one more time. You've already said it yeah, twice. No. You're right. You're right. It is good. And Baba Duke was just. Nah, it's good. People like yeah. it. It's fine. Yeah, people fucking. Anybody have any other ones? Yeah, I do. I see you looking at your. I am I'm like sweating. Like, don't stop I... talking yes. yet. Um, uh, the sacrament. I like cult stuff, so that was kind of fun mm. for me. Have you joined one yet? You're already in it. You just don't know. <laughs> All of you, actually. Uh-oh. No. Um, okay, for what it was... Oh, The Final Girls, that was fun. That was fun. Um, Lights Out maybe wasn't the scariest thing ever, but talking about like out. being afraid in my house, the thought of Diana with her like kind of almost like long limbs and kind of wild look like as a shadow in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that I'm being followed by a spirit as it is. Yeah. So like whenever I like go close the door, like I always turn the lights off at night, like before, like in each room. And like when I go to like look in and ugh, so you I don't just... turn the lights out. <laughs> not until I'm not fully in, the, not until I'm fully in my bed. And even once I'm like going into my room, if like my daughter's asleep in the room, I have my phone flashlight on. Yeah. But that image of her, like even though the, the whole movie didn't scare me, the image of her silhouette in a shadow, mm-hmm. not good. Another movie with a lot of screaming in it that I love. Yeah. Never have I cared more about a boyfriend surviving <laughs> yeah. than in Lights Out. Yeah. I remember being in this theater and like everyone was like cheering when he yeah. didn't die. Yeah. Like yeah. he came close like three times. Mm-hmm. So cool. And somehow he survived. And he seems and like we the so character happy. who's set up. To, yeah, you know I mean, it yeah, seems yeah. like he's the obvious like well, you sympathy like him kill. The most, yeah, like really of anybody in the movie. Doesn't he do the thing with the car lights? Yeah, that was like yes. a clever moment. Yeah, yeah. and the and the cell phone, like he mm-hmm. kind of like waves his cell phone yeah. at it. Um, Smart guy. But I used to have an idea. A friend of mine and I in high school had an idea for a movie called The Dark, which was basically that. Which was basically the the you know. I mean, that movie was full of of gags that we invented when we were fourteen. <laughs> of like someone in a room and there's a there's a. Um, a sign outside blinking, yeah. and every time it blinks off and blinks back on, there's another person missing from the group, kind of thing, yeah. you know. But the whole Ooh. idea was you have to jump over the the shadows, and if like you could jump through a shadow and disappear. I mean, it, you know that that movie definitely did that. that. Really I, cool. it, well, yeah, we, we had some good What's ideas that when we were Hayden fourteen. Movie that's <laughs> literally that. Yeah. Hey, something. Sh- no. Are oh, they talking he, about him like just jumping? The jumper or jumper. <laughs> He does have a movie called Jumper. It, I, was gonna say, I can't, I can't fault movie. you with that. <laughs> no, he has a movie called like uh, something. Street is in the title. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Vanishing on Seventh Street, right? Which was so another the powers out, yeah. and like where there's no light, like you just like turn yeah. the dust. Yeah. Wow. So like they're literally like jumping between car light beams and things mm-hmm. like that. They cool. stole. I mean, is there any money in that for you? Or I don't know who do was you have listening. Written down. My friend Chris and I used to walk around the, the neighborhood and uh, and and just talk about these ideas. It's possible someone was listening out. Like, someone had like an ear horn yeah. and was like you know listening Piece out the shit. window. Damn, dude! How dare they? 
But what's funny is if you come up with enough ideas when you're really young and you're really proud of them and then you do absolutely jack shit with them, by the time you're 44, a lot of people have used up those ideas and you can be bitter about it, but but you recognize, oh, the disconnect was when we did nothing about that, (laughs) you know? (laughs) That's true. I said The Conjuring too. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one. We already talked about that, but that was good. Um, Blair Witch was fun. The the remake, I liked it. I did. Was nobody like there for Blair Witch? Mm. I I feel like I felt like you liked it. I I liked it, but I feel like it let me down a lot. I feel like that was an example of like they sprung this amazing thing on me. Like we fucking shot a Blair Witch movie, Mm -hmm. and no one knew about it. It's coming out in two months, and then it came out, and I was like, ugh. Like some of it was really fun, and I enjoyed, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really well done, but for me, it was way too much of a rehash. Of the, yeah. of the first one. I mean, definitely. I, I liked it, though. I, I definitely liked it, and I've watched it since. But really? it just let me down because of, like, the 10 Cloverfield thing. Yeah. Like, no one fucking knew that movie existed. Yeah. And it came out in a month and a half. Yeah. And people, like, loved it. Yeah. Like, I, I was I was in tune to that, and I wanted that for Blair Witch. I think the last 10 minutes or whatever were, right, right, were right, like, right. that feeling I had when I was 11 and I went. I got my dad to take me to a haunted house, you know. Yeah. And it was a little too much for me at eleven. And I was kind of going, ah, just like trying to get out of there. And my dad was kind of going, like, he's just a kid, you know. Like we're trying to get out of here. Um, that, that movie made me remember that feeling of like, claustrophobic, and you're like turning, and you don't know. Yeah, have, yeah. Have, have you gone deeper in, or are you are you on, on your way, way out? out? Yeah. yeah. That and like you don't know which door. But I, th- that that feeling, yeah, the franticness of I that. I want to go through a haunted house with yeah. you. And just <laughs> yeah. you Whoa! I don't think I would do that now. <laughs> I definitely didn't yeah. have like the the Blair Witch like warm and fuzzies mm-hmm. like I did for the original. But I liked I liked, liked it. it. Well, nothing in the in the in the new one approached the simplicity of that final image. You know what I mean? Like, no. And yeah. I think that's the thing. That's why maybe you don't go back to the well. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it when they do, right. but that's that's the reason why maybe you don't is okay. because you can never top certain certain things. That moment at the end of the first one is like so amazing. When I went home from that, I'm like. You can't look in the corner. She, yeah. my mom, my mom's always so simple. She goes, "Okay, don't look in the corner. Yeah. That's the solution. No witch is going to get you. Don't go in the corner." Yeah, for the rest of your life, just don't look in that corner. Don't Great, do mom. Um, we already talked about Ouija. I mean, I love, I love yeah. that. That was probably one recently that I loved. So good. So Ouija is a so is like bad. a. I don't. I forget if it's Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley. Someone owns it. Yeah. Why? I'm just saying it's odd that yeah. they would let them make that movie out of their product, which they sell like it. Uh, you know, it's in with the regular games. It's, it's not like they sell it to grown up. It's just funny to me that like that that just shows them knowing, I guess, well, we can let them use because, you know, you have to give them permission, obviously, yeah, yeah, to use yeah. a copyrighted thing like that. But it's just as funny to me. Like, it's a weird marketing tool. If it People is also like money. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, you know. and, and maybe the theory are, like, is flying off the shelves in 2017. Well, how many people are buying Ouija boards that aren't? Doing it for the creep factor is yeah. kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's presented as sort of a fun party game, but yeah. most people view it as, like, you know, don't mess with those forces. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. They yeah. don't play it very much in it. Yeah. That's also yeah. weird. It's not like they... It's it's in it a lot. It's, it, yeah. it's physically there. Well, she just, like, been... brought it loose, and then, like, they, yeah. didn't, need, they didn't need that anymore. Oh, yeah. It could have been anything. It could have been a Monopoly board. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie. You got to look through it. You got to be something you can look through. Monopoly too. The mono- the monocle of the Monopoly man. <laughs> That'd be scary as shit. Well, that was a pretty horrifying conversation, guys. It was. And gal. Thanks for having me. Thank you oh, so thank much you for, for coming. coming. Had a great time. Yeah. Best ever. You could have been anywhere in the world. And you were here. But I want to be here. Right. <laughs> thank you so much.
Appreciate it. We'll have to come back five years from now and do another No, one. not five years. No, 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 no. episodes. For this, yeah. for this yeah. topic. <laughs> <laughs> five episodes, not enough horror films yeah. to come that, out. That, that is the most polite way to kick yeah. somebody out. Yeah. We should do this again in five years. Seriously, it's already been like two years or three years. Like You were supposed to be right. here for our um, Animal Schmanimals episode. I know, episode. and then work sucks. What other horror films are coming up in the next couple months? Maybe we can reel her in for... Your boy Jigsaw. Your boy. Well, that comes up. Ronald, if you guys have me your back, boy. I will watch your, all of the your songs. Boy. <laughs> your boy. Jigsaw. No, you know, it, Creep 2. <laughs> yeah, Creep 2. Creep was really good. Dude. I've never, I never seen Creep. Creep. Huh? I liked Creep. You didn't no, see the Duplass? Mark Duplass? No. Oh, I thought you would have seen that. No, you know I love the it's Duplass. I haven't seen it. Oh, good. okay. Let me... Let me... I think you would dig it, Ronald, because it's definitely in that kind of indie vein, but it it actually, I don't know, it's a great use of that actor's, like a a side of his energy that you don't really see used in anything else. Cool. So like I said, in five years, we'll get back together and do another (laughs) horror recap. I'm not eliminating the possibility of you returning to the podcast before then. I'm saying we'll just have another time caps, like from 2017 to 2022. Ew. Five more years, guys. I know. Uh, we'll do that maybe. And Black then, Panther yeah. three will be out at that point. Yeah, yeah. and it's a it's actually a horror film. I was about to say, it'll be, yeah, and it'll be a horror film. <laughs> They've had to go cross genre. Yeah. yeah, They've gotten the, the comic book. Well, the new mutants movie looks like a horror oh, film. Yeah. Yeah, it's it coming out. It does. It does. I heard a discussion about comic book movies that had horror elements. Mm-hmm. In it. That's interesting. Well, supposedly, Josh Boone, who's directing the new mutants, had pitched a trilogy of X Men related films that are all horror. Films. Wow, and he said that they would each have a different kind of horror to them. Like that, he's you know he's, and I I kind of can think of what he's saying. There are certain stories where the villain has a certain side to them that you could, if you turned it into a movie, it would be it would be more like a horror film. Yeah. And after yeah. Logan, it does seem like they can play it a little straight and and create that feeling. So sure. well, that's it, guys. Yeah, and Lauren, that's horror. You that's, can call me guys. It's that's funny. horror. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find us at moviesmovie.com. Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast platform you prefer to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're probably there. And if we're not, please let us know so Ronald can try to get us in there. I've been using Overcast lately. That's an a, app. As an app. Yeah, that's an app. Yeah, it's just a really good aggregator if you don't want to be in the Apple fold. Another great mean? podcast app is called Castro. <laughs> just to throw out another one oh, for you. Use no, that one? Yeah, I do that. I do that one. Did you delete your podcast? I app? did. I did. Yeah, I did the same thing. You've like, got to. Yeah, it's like, forget it. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. any you overlap. You gotta cut the app cord. Yeah, fuck that. You know, the cord. You can't be torn between two apps. You can't. Mm-mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you don't see us somewhere, just let us know. We'll figure out how to get there, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. um, you can find the past episodes on our site or on any po- podcast platform. The most important thing is if you subscribe to us, if you listen to any episodes, or even if you just download them here and there based on the topics that we talk about, if you can leave a review or a star rating or whatever that place offers in terms of uh, letting us know what you think of the podcast, please do that. Um, Because it lets us know how you feel about it, and it also helps other people find the podcast, um, which we really appreciate. Um, And that's it. So, as always, you've made our day. Thanks. For the horror episode, should it be you've slayed our day? You slayed our day? That could also be for the Christmas episode. That's true. <laughs> so we should maybe vote on that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. What are we doing for... <laughs> that was weird. I felt like I was an autopilot. You were. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what are you excited about? Just sample him saying that. And just say so it. very excited about that. Just say it at any time.